And welcome to Amplify, a podcast for creative and courageous entrepreneurs. As always, I'm your host, Kate K. McCarthy, and I am super excited to bring to you a conversation that I had with Jamie Slutsky. Jamie is the CEO and leader of virtualsummittech.com. She helps entrepreneurs put on summit so that they can amplify their message and get their work out into the world where it belongs. I'm super excited because I'm going to be guesting on her summit, the Biz BFF Summit coming this December, December 5th through the 8th. Check out the show notes for more information about that. It's all about connection and leveraging the the community that you have around you in the online space to really be able to step up into your biggest, bravest self, um, be courageous in your business. So without further ado, here's Jamie. Hello and welcome, Jamie. I'm so, so glad to be here. Thank you. You're my local (laughs) girlfriend here and I'm so glad that we're here. I know. Seriously, I'm like, I drive by the Starbucks that we've met at a few times, and I'm I like, know. oh, that's where I always meet up with you. It's our place. I know. I know. Well, I, know. I think of it as the place that you get that's your your happy place, your happy Starbucks. So I always think of you when I drive by as well. So um, thank you for gracing us with you and your beautiful voice and your beautiful knowledge and wisdom. Um For those of you out there who don't know Jamie, she is a virtual summit whiz um, and coordinates uh, virtual summits for entrepreneurs who are looking to get their message out in a new way. So I don't want to step on any toes. I just want to know from you, Jamie, like, tell us your story. Like, how did you land here to do virtual summits? And yeah. Take it away. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, thank you so much. No, you know, it's so funny how this online world works. I graduated with my degree in computer science, so I was already squarely in the love of technology. And I went and did the corporate thing. And I, you know, worked 11 and a half years in corporate IT mm-hmm. and knew that I really wanted to be home to raise my kids. Mm. It was as simple as that. My last day of work for at was when my little one was two we, two years and one week old. Oh my god! So in the entire first two years of her life, basically, I was working feverishly to find some way of making an income, but not being in corporate. Mm. And I, I tried a couple of different things and WordPress kind of fell into my lap and mm. that's kind of where I went. I picked it up super fast, fell in love with making CSS magic happen. And I know that's like Greek to most people. And that's what, you know, really fired me up to keep going mm. because I got to do something with tech 
that not everybody could do. And so I could help others. And that felt so good. Mm. And it just kind of evolved from there. And I've been working to help other people with their summits. First, I did audio summits in 2015. And then I started with the audio video, video summits that are so prevalent today um, in 2016, mid year 2016. Mm. So I've been doing this for over a year now. And I absolutely love it. I get to help people get their message out on this really, really, really cool medium, just like you said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what about, I guess, what about summits like gets you super excited? Like why summits? You know, I think a lot of it is, is because when you work in the WordPress world or in the website development world, it's an ongoing process and right. no website is ever complete, whether you're adding new content or you're adding a new idea or what it is. Whereas with a summit, you've got a very clear picture of what your summit is, website is going to look like. And it's a project. It's It's got a start date, it's got an end date, and it's got a final result. And I felt that being able to work within that kind of structure better suited my style. Um, so I, that's one thing. I was really looking for project-based work rather mm -hmm. than ongoing. I mean, even though, yes, building someone's website is a project, it feels like those ones can go on and on and on. And as much as I love my clients, I love being able to tie a pretty bow on the positive result that um, my work with them made. And that's kind of one of the definitive things about a summit is that it's, it's, it's concrete. You, yeah. you know, you wrap it up and you say, okay, this is how many people I've got on my list now. This is how much money this made. These are all the new amazing contacts that I have and the new resources I've been able to provide. And this is how far reach I've been able to accomplish. You can say that with a summit because it's a lot of hard work mm. and then you get to put a tidy bow on it and move on to the next bigger and better thing. Yeah. And celebrate. Yes. I love that it's, um, it feels like one of those ways that putting your, your stuff out there, um, can be measurable. Um, and you can kind of track the impact that it has in a really real, tangible, concrete way. So, um, tell me, I'm kind of curious too about like, evolution like you i think that the really important parts of our journey sometimes get swept under the rug because like you said you started in tech and then you went to wordpress and then you've moved into virtual summits so like i guess i see for like your clients and stuff like that how do you see virtual summits like being an evolution of their business does that make sense like how does yes. it how does it serve for them to continue to level up? You know, that is such a great question. And that's something I actually love to work on with my clients is, okay, so how do you picture this summit fitting into the next six months, the next year, and the next five years? Mm -hmm. And I think generally speaking, someone who ventures into a summit is either um, is in the process of up-leveling their business and they just want to have a lot more exposure or they're starting their business and they decided that they are going to make a big investment. And so from a summit, I find people being very successful leading into courses and leading into coaching. Those are the two, mm. big, the two big ones, whether you're creating a co uh, course, you know, it kind of follows in the footsteps of the summit or you go into some kind of group 
coach program or even one-on-one coaching, those have seemed to be the best uh, outlets. Like way to leverage, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because you're able to, you're going to have a number of people who attend your summit and don't buy the, you know, the pass to be able to get unlimited access, you know, whether, you you know, whatever that might be called in your case. (laughs) A lot of people have different names for it. But, you know, that doesn't mean that that person's never going to, you know, want to interact with you again. And Mm -hmm. so I love having something else that kind of meets people where they're at, you know. So if it's someone who's doing a summit in the medical or health-related field, to be able to have some kind of group accountability or group Mm -hmm. coaching program afterwards makes sense. You know, some people may have incredible results taking the information that comes from the summit and implementing it. Mm -hmm. But other other people really like to be coached. Yeah. And I love, I love that there's that opportunity. And I, I, I think the coaching model is just so cool. And I, you know, in so many different places. And that's really where I see a lot of people successful with, uh, with their summits. Very cool. I think that that's awesome. And I think, um, I've been really diving deep in my own work as I like prepare my own packages and offerings going forward, like really thinking a lot about, um, the ways that we deliver content and the ways that we can really serve our learners by having content packaged in the right way. And I love the idea. um, Like one, I think websites are super important and like how your information is packaged and the ease of flow, but also Mm -hmm. like with the summits, it's a way of delivering content in a way that doesn't necessarily Um, it kind of changes the way that people are able to learn. And I think that that's really cool. Yeah. I think of it as an intensive, Mm. you know, I think of it as whether it's, you know, a series of webinars that Mm -hmm. are just back to back to back. And it's just a ton of content and intensive or a series of podcasts that instead of coming out every week or, you know, whatever, every three days, you get three a day. And I think that it's, as they say, like it's an intensive and anybody who goes through and actually takes that information and says, okay, I am attending this summit and dedicates themselves to learning from it. They are going to be successful. Mm -hmm. Um, I have summits that clients do for, uh, for other business owners, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's in like the real estate marketing finance, you know, I did one last year uh, with, with uh, people who, you know, are in the notary field. This is continuing education. It is really, truly continuing education. And that's one avenue of summits being super successful. Yeah. Another avenue. Yeah. And the other avenue, of course, is for people who are consumers. Like they're, it's not related to their line of work. It's again, like a a health related or medical related ones are really cool. But other ones that are, you know, really get people excited are ones that are related to crafts and hobbies and Mm. all things like that. Like, why not? Why not learn how to sew a wedding dress in, you know, Why not learn how to, you know, I mean, like if there was a summit, like I haven't created this summit or anything, (laughs) but like, okay, you know, the DIY wedding summit. Oh my gosh. How cool would that be? Yeah. 
And I mean, I'm saying this probably because we're recording right around my anniversary. (laughs) I always think about weddings at this time of year. But, uh, you know, I mean, how cool would that be, you know, to be able to jump on that? And that product would be an evergreen product. That Mm -hmm. would be something that brides would buy for the next 20 years. Yeah. You know, wow, I got to get, I got to Yeah, you need to find somebody. (laughs) You got to find somebody who could do this and has the connections to be able to do it. Um, (laughs) So one of the things that I think comes up pretty regularly is like, how do we utilize technology, right? As creative and soulful entrepreneurs, um, particularly. And I see your work as really connected. And I would love to hear about how you see technology as helping people who may not be tech savvy to be able to reach their clients and customers in a really wholehearted and heart-centered way. Oh, goodness. Like you're tearing, you're pulling on my heartstrings Mm -hmm. here. You're speaking my language. Ah, you know what? It's a tool. It's absolutely a tool. Um, And I can have akin all the different ways that we can use technology today to, you know, to some of the tools that, you know, people used before, you know, when, when you wanted to get your message out before you might've written long letters, you know, you might've really just like taken the extra step to go and knock on somebody's door. Mm -hmm. You would have done those things because you're heart centered. And so we're just really taking those actions that you want to do Mm -hmm. and putting them out there in a different way. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that technology sometimes has this really cold feeling to it. But when we when we take that core feeling that we actually have of getting our message out or connecting with somebody and take it down to using something that's available to us Mm. so that we can actually make that connection happen. It doesn't feel as cold anymore. Yeah. Oh, you're speaking my language now, like just preach sister. Um, (laughs) I was just thinking a lot about like, um, so I was thinking about like people who, who they haven't really thought about what upgrading their tech technological backend or what a summit could do or like utilizing these different ways to reach people through the Mm -hmm. online sphere. Like what are some things that people like, do you have any advice for people who are just kind of getting started and thinking about ways to reach more people, particularly in that tech realm? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it just like I mentioned, you know, we would sit down and write a letter. That's what your email marketing is. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be sitting down in front of a blank white screen and starting to type. You know, that's actually something that I do is I write a lot of stuff longhand Mm -hmm. because I can pour my passion into it more Mm -hmm. and then just use the tech as the tool of delivery. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to, I, I love video. I love audio. I love being able to record whatever I want and be able to project it out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just, I guess it's just a matter of saying it's okay to use these tools. It's okay to learn how it's okay to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. Trust me. If you were to look at my Facebook live, if you were like one of those people who was always watching for my Facebook lives, you'd be seriously disappointed because I have so many that I've gone ahead and started and then deleted Mm. and then they're gone. 
So it's okay to make mistakes. And even those of us who love technology and want to do it right, we still make mistakes. Right. And it's not a matter, it's a matter of growing. It's a matter of realizing that it may be more comfortable to pick up the phone and call somebody, mm-hmm. but it may make more sense to send them a message somewhere. Yeah. And it's still connecting. And that's, that's the big thing is, you know, like with a summit, Mm -hmm. if you want, if you want to have that connection, that's when a lot of summit hosts have like a private Facebook group Mm -hmm. that they, that they have the uh, attendees join in so they can have conversations. Another really cool thing that people do to make the tech not feel quite so cold is they will have like live um, Q and a sessions during their summits. And those are done basically as live webinars within the summit itself. Mm. And there, then you've got, you've got interaction, you've got, you know, communication. And I have to say that in the time since I first came online in a business space Mm -hmm. to now, the tools are just so much easier. Yeah. And they really are. And even, even for somebody who gets it, Mm -hmm. it's still just so easy to, to use them. So that's, that's really nice as well. Awesome. So, okay. I know that you are planning your own virtual summit and I want to get back to that. But first, what I want to do is there are a lot of our listeners who are, their roles are constantly evolving, like whether or not they are working full time and they're kind of side hustling it, whether they're freelancers and they're ready to like take on a larger role and a larger vision for their business. I would love to know um, about your journey. Like, what has it been like to start out as an employee and then move to freelancing and then be stepping into this role as CEO of Virtual Summit Tech? <laughs> it's it, it's every step is scary. I'm gonna just throw that right out there. Yeah. Um, when I left corporate, I had six clients on the books, which was awesome. Yeah. I didn't, maybe I had eight, whatever it was. I had a lot of clients on the books that I was working for and with. I didn't get my next new client for six months. Whoa. That was scary. scary. Yeah. That was scary because here I am with two little kids, a husband who, you know, I mean, he never came into our marriage expecting it to be a single household, uh, single income household. Right. I didn't come into our marriage thinking that it was ever going to be a single income household. Mm -hmm. So we had that similarity. We had that in common. I knew I wanted to pull my weight. He knew that he was expecting me to pull my weight. And so not having that made me scramble. Mm. I kept trying new things. I kept trying to, you know, niche down and, you know, open up and do all those different things. And finally, I got to a point where I said, okay, this freelancing it's too stressful. Mm. I got to pick one thing that I'm going to be known for. Mm. And at that point in time, summits had really just fallen into my lap. And I said, this is it. I don't need to be your web gal and your virtual assistant and uh, your copy ed- uh, reader. You know, like, yeah, I love I love reading other people's copy and giving them suggestions. But heck, I am not the expert, right? I, I just have to take those things off of my plate. Mm. One of the things that is the hardest thing for me to take off my plate, I have to tell you, even now, is integration, systems integration. I love it. I yeah. just like when I get to connect your sign up form to your email marketing system 
and then to connect your payment provider, your, your payment system to your email marketing and, you know, and funnels and things like that. I love that stuff. Yeah. I'm having a hard time taking that, stepping away from doing that and stepping into the CEO role. Mm. And I think that that's something that's like probably my biggest first quarter 2018 goal is to not do any systems integration. That's kind of my first goal is like to have the team in place Mm. that I'm not doing the system integration. And then I'll feel like, okay, I've really stepped into this role. And, you know, it takes time. Yeah. That's the other thing is it really takes time. I'm a technician. I mean, I am really like I'm a tech, I'm a techie, I'm a systems gal. And for me to step out of doing that in order to be able to do more in this business and help more people with their messages, Mm. I have to realize that the stuff that I can train people to do is the stuff that I need to train people to do. Mike, drop. Um, (laughs) What has it been like to try and build? I mean, I see the CEO, like, you know, us as the leaders of our businesses, whether we are growing a team or we have a solid team, like we're the holders of the vision, right? So what has it been like to, to build a team and like how... I mean, it's it's another scary thing, right? Like trying to find the right people to hold space for this thing that you're really passionate about. Um, what has building a team been like for you? Uh, I, you know what? I, I see the best in people mm-hmm. every single day, all day. I am like an eternal optimist. You know, I, I just, I, I love, I love good. I love good and all of that. Uh, you know, I guess like, that's why, that's why we connect so well. Yes. Like, I, just, I, I was like, I, I am not I, surprised by that at all. <laughs> I speak from my heart and I feel from my heart. And so that's probably been the hardest thing is that I see so much potential in the people that I've interviewed. And when they don't do what I think that they should do at the different steps, you know, like even like if I give, I give someone a task, Hey, can you create this or create that? And they don't come back and ask me questions about the vision. Mm. I'm like, wait a second. You don't have enough information to go on. Yeah. So don't be quiet. Yeah. So I guess that's probably been the biggest thing is a little bit of the blind trust I have that people are going to do things right. And that they, um, aren't always answering the, you know, stepping up to the challenge, but on the flip side, also understanding and highlighting what people are really good at Mm -hmm. and hiring for both their personality and the job they can do today. Yes. Because, you know, you can train people to do more, but you're hiring for a very specific job. You know, like I have hired some VAs and, you know, an OBM and things like that. And, if I hired, like I've got this one gal that I hired to do video editing. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she does more than just video editing for other clients. But for me, that's the only task I've assigned to her. And maybe at some point in time, I will add to her plate. But I know right now I can trust her with video editing. Yeah. And so I didn't have to worry, oh, am I going to have to train her on the very first task I hire her for? Right. Yeah. Oof. I think that uh, 
if we were to be looking at a graph, right? Like I feel like entrepreneurship is just this series of like steep learning curves, like mm-hmm. over and, and then a plateau's out and then you're like, okay, I'm ready to like do more, change my thing, challenge myself. I don't know that there are a whole lot of people that I know who would be happy to sit and coast. I think that we probably are all, we naturally challenge ourselves. Um, and I, I think hiring a team is one of those learning curves that um, you just, you learn a lot about yourself and your team and your expectations and how to communicate real mm-hmm. fast. Baptism by fire, as they say. Oh, absolutely. So. Absolutely. You just, you, you need to, if anybody out there is just starting out and starting to think about transitioning from freelance or from a single thing to something bigger, mm-hmm. start documenting everything you do. Everything. I know. Seriously, yeah. even the way that you sort your email. Mm. Even the way, because I, I, that's something that, you know, it'll get away from you as you get more email. If you don't have a system, it's going to clutter. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just as silly as it may sound to start documenting everything, just start documenting. And um, for me, documenting doesn't mean sitting down and opening up a, you know, Word document or a Google Doc or anything like that. It's throwing on a screen recorder and talking it out and saving that video file. Mm. And so then you pass I don't, it along. Yeah. Then I, when it comes time for that first hire, yeah. you've got six or seven videos that you've created and said, these are my systems. You give them to the person who you've hired. You say, here you go. Here are the systems. Document them. And then you can start working on them. That's brilliant. What kind of screen recorder do you suggest if we're you talking know, about tech details? <laughs> I personally use Camtasia, which is a screen a video editing tool, and it's got a screen recorder in there. And I've used that for several years. Recently, I've used use Loom quite extensively. It's mm-hmm. a website that allows you to do screen capture and stuff like that. And yeah. so I've been using that quite extensively. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like about that is that I don't have to worry about storage space. Because it just gets stored in the cloud, all in on the cloud, stuff. and yeah. I don't have to—I don't have to remember the path. I just know I can just go to use Loom, find the video I'm looking for, and send the link. There we go. So, yeah, <laughs> again, that makes it easy. But you know, like there's lots of screen flow, uh, screen tools out there. Yeah. Um, I would say, as of you know, right now, this time of year, in you know, fall of 2017, use Loom is really gaining a lot of traction. That's what I, that's what I've used before. And it just seems so easy. So, um, I'm all about like whatever tech tools you use, like whatever system runs the smoothest. Um, so tell me about your virtual summit because this will air (laughs) kind of right before, like as signups are happening and all of that kind of stuff. So, Y'all who are listening, make sure you check out the show notes for that. But tell me about your virtual summit. Of course. I am so excited about this. The summit is called the Biz BFF Summit. And it is all about finding those biz besties who you can just, you know, hammer through ideas, uh, mastermind with, connect with, and creating your inner circle so that you're not 
in business, even though you're in business by yourself, you know, you have that amazing support system around the corner as you and I are just, you know, 20 minutes away from each other Yeah. or halfway around the world. Because like my biz BFF that I am in contact with probably five out of every seven days, just because of the time zone, she's in South Africa. So (laughs) she's kind of on the other side of the world. Yeah. And you know, being able to just connect with her and say, Hey, I've got this idea. And she says, no, Jamie, not right now. Or, Oh my God, Jamie, drop everything. Yeah. And I don't know. Sometimes you just don't know. So that's really what the summit's all about. I'm going to be bringing on some of my favorite business coaches, my favorite business associates. Mm -hmm. I'm bringing on my lawyer. Um, What? That's amazing. Oh, yeah. 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 Pretty awesome. You know, I'm bringing on all sorts of people that I've met um, online. I'm bringing on a couple of people who have... um, who I've met offline and, you know, and what they are, what they're doing in business offline mm-hmm. and how that translates into, you know, having that connectedness of, of this, because frankly, women, we are social beings mm-hmm. and having, having people to be social with in, you know, and know that we can trust, we can't walk down the hall to the next cubicle. So right. we can't, we don't have that connection. So creating that, and that's really what the summit's about. Mm. it's just, it's just being inspired. And I chose to do it in December because there's not a lot of business boosting activity that happens in December. Mm -hmm. So I figured it was kind of, as you're planning for 2018, this might be just kind of fun to, to hang out and listen to. And the purpose for the summit, I am a hundred percent transparent about this is because I think summits are pretty awesome Mm -hmm. and I want people to be exposed to them. Yeah. Yeah. It almost feels like um, a really cool collaborative tool to be able to, like you said, like join with the people that you love most in your industry to be able to share and amplify messages in a way that you wouldn't be able to do without that that uh, framework, which is very, very cool. And I think, I mean, I might be biased a little bit, but like I think that connection is – the only thing that has kept me going as an entrepreneur. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. I think that it was probably, you know, four or five months ago that I sent you a message saying, we need to get together for coffee Yes, because I just need an in-person contact. I just need to connect with somebody in person. Mm -hmm. And I think that like that's, that's the thing that as much as these online connections and online friendships and, you know, that kind of stuff is so valuable and important. That's why I really wanted to make sure that I brought in some real life yeah, I- environments and things like that so that you can see how, how that, you know, that works together. Yeah. And I will say too, like for me, my, my uh, business connections in this online space have also um, in a lot of cases been the people who have been there for me in my personal life. Um, to a greater degree, I think maybe because we all understand each other and the things that we're going through and how it's, it is to balance life and business and ambition and passion and connect, like <laughs> that balance is not easy. And so to find other people who know what it's like to walk that type tightrope, mm-hmm. um, when things hit the fan and your personal life, you know, 
if somebody gets sick or like you're going through a really rough period, the people who I've built around me in the digital sphere have actually been the ones who have shown up for me time and time again in like real life, which has been, oh my gosh, so amazing. Like, yeah. Yeah, it it really is. And, you know, I mean, I think that this is also, you know, why I love doing summits for other people is with that is for that connection for them to have that connection. Mm -hmm. Why I'm doing this summit, why I love to go on, you know, podcasts is, you know, because it's again, it's a connection. We, you know, human beings, it's just that's our nature. Yeah. You know, we like to be connected. We're built for it. We're built for it. And to try and go it alone, you're just gonna oof burn out yeah. real fast. Yeah. So yeah, on the Biz BFF Summit, I, I'm really excited because I think I'm going to grow mm. and I think my guests are going to grow. And, you know, a lot of summits have like have email list, you know, requirements. You have to email your list so many times and all of these other pieces of nonsense mm. that I want to have such a great connection with my speakers. Yeah. That they are like, hey, you guys have to connect with this summit because it's just going to be fun and vibrant and you're going to walk away ready for the holidays kind right. of thing. Right. I think it's you the know, perfect it, time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, that's, that's why I'm doing it in December. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's because, and I'm not, I mean, yes, of course I want to make some money because I'm putting a lot of time and energy into mm-hmm. it, but I'm not putting the summit together solely looking at the money. And that's one of the things that I make sure I tell my client, I look at with my clients. If my clients are interested only in the money or these prospects um, from their summit, they're not, I'm not the right person for them. Mm. I actually have turned down people if their first words out of their mouths are money or list size, because that's not what I'm about. I'm about the message. And again, that's, that's what, that's where, that's what makes life sweet. Ugh. Seriously, stop <laughs> speaking straight to my heart. Uh, it's so good. It's so true. And I think um, you speak to a really important piece of like finding who your ideal client is. Like they would not be hiring the right person if they were solely there for the money or the metrics. Like the message, you've got that covered. The heart, you know how to do it. The connection, you're the girl to go to. But um, – <laughs> I love that that's, that's a defining characteristic of your ideal client, somebody who's in it for – it's interesting too, right? I mean, we were talking earlier about how summits are a measurable, a measurable impact, but it's almost like you're measuring something that is immeasurable, like this level of connectedness with your audience. You can't really put a value on that. Um, but I think that what we're all looking for, exactly what we talked about, like is – connection and to do something like this around the holiday season it's december 5th through the 8th 2017 and i will link it all in the show notes but to do something like this like as we're finishing up 2017 and some of us are feeling a little lonely because the holidays sometimes can be lonely for us or we're feeling stressed because we haven't reached our goals for income or we're trying to look forward into 2018 to have a little bit of um, clarity and hope and direction and connection going forward. I think, ooh, you hit that sweet spot with the time. I didn't, I didn't think about it in that way so much as, you know, I mean, it was one that, something that I'm like, I wanted to get it done this year yep. because it felt like it was the right time. Mm-hmm. And I, and I realized that 
I would be best suited to put my own summit in December because yeah. most of my clients aren't it's slow for the rest of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I, it's, I, it's, I'm just like, you're making me so excited it's for, so you know, for kickoff. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, as of right now, I haven't finalized exactly who's going to be on what days and if, mm-hmm. when I'm going to be doing the live sessions, but I know that there will be at least one live mm-hmm. session that I'm going to be doing. Um, on like on a webinar or you know different thing, tools I'm not quite sure which one yet right but it's going to be nice to be able to connect with people yeah I think that yeah. for a lot of us um when we put something out there into the world like I know that I've felt this way about like passive products before or evergreen products that sometimes we put things out in the world and we never know if they land and I love that live element to be able to really like it's almost like a grounding point where you're like hey guess what? I'm here. This is not just this like thing that's floating around on the internet. I'm actually here to connect with you and teach you and help you grow and grow a little bit myself. So mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Oh. No, I'm so, so excited. So yeah, no, I, and I, you know, I mean, as I said, it, it's, it's, while it's not a money making endeavor, right. it's a connection making endeavor. And Huge. that means that, if I connect with somebody here on your podcast and they mm-hmm. choose to come and, uh, you know, come to the summit, which I hope you guys do. Um, and then two weeks, three weeks, three years later, they're mm-hmm. talking to somebody who's like, I'm going to do a summit. They're going to remember that connection that we made, yep. you know, this year. And, you know, that's where the financial gain is going to come from is from right. that referral of the referral from somebody that I now have a good connection with. Yeah, and you never know who's listening. So I love that. Just Isn't that all the amplify? Show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you just, you never know who's going to hear that message and run with it. And so to continue to show up and connect and share your message in as many places as you can through as much heart-soaked connection as possible, I think that's where the magic really comes. And then it's sustainable too because you feel good about it, which is huge. I love that. Um, and I love that you have helped us to kind of reframe tech, which like you said, can tend to be, we see it as this cold thing, to really warm it up and allow it to be a tool for connectedness in our lives. I think that that's massive. I, 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 love, I love what tech can do for others. Yeah. Yeah. So – tell our audience where they can find out more about you. Well, I am one of those people who's not so creative. So my website is <laughs> virtualsummittech.com. And if you go to virtualsummittech.com forward slash amplify, I have a special treat for you. Yay! Um, other than that, I'm on Facebook at Virtual Summit Tech and um, Instagram, Virtual Summit Tech. Unfortunately, I'm not Virtual Summit Tech on Twitter because it's too long. Yeah. So <laughs> I know that character limit is a frustrating one for so many of us. It is. And I'm yeah. uh, I'm not going to give you my Twitter handle because I'm playing around with about four different ones right now to switch it up so that it makes some sense. Yeah. But it's you know, it's going to be something that you'll be able to find me yeah. and we'll, we'll make sure that it gets updated in the show notes Perfect. if I, if I actually land on one. <laughs> and I think you could probably, we could probably just stalk you on all of the other social networks and on your website to find out what it ended up being. So I'm kind yeah, of excited totally. to hear what you land on. Um, I have an idea, but you know, <laughs> yeah. 
we'll see what happens. Exactly. Well, thank you for being here. You are such a gift. I just uh, I count myself very lucky to have you in my sphere and to be able to know you not just on the internet, but to know you in real life. And I know, I uh, know. I <laughs> we don't live quite as close as we used to, right? But, but we'll definitely manageable. continue to con- get together. <laughs> yes. You are wonderful. I hope you have a wonderful day. And I am so excited about your summit. Um, make sure that you check out all the show notes to learn all the details. Thanks for having me. All right. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Amplify, a podcast for creative and courageous entrepreneurs. If you love this episode, subscribe to make sure you never miss an Amplified beat. You can find resources, show notes, and downloads, plus my exclusive resource library at katekmccarthy.com. I am all about connection, and this internet thing makes it so easy. Come find me over on Instagram at katekmccarthy. Then reach out and say hi. I adore you already. Thank you so much to everyone who makes this podcast possible. Amplify is produced by me and my slam bang behind the scenes team. Catch you next time.